There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. everybody welcome back to core this is core episode 227 for wednesday july 8 2020 i'm scott johnson and i am surrounded by john jagger and bo schwartz today which feels good oh (laughs) (laughs) you were all around you yeah all around me uh it's a podcaster orgy hey uh we're here to do a show we're going to talk about games we've been playing some games we're going to talk about them there was a little event today there's some more events coming um, but overall, not like the biggest newsy week ever. Just kind of a, you know, one of those games or one of those weeks in gaming where you're just sort of like, yeah, we're all just playing a thing. Stuff's out. Normal people are still making their way through Last of Us 2. They're not like John where he beat it in a day or two days or whatever you did. Uh, I, it took it took me a while. It took me about a week. Was it about a week? All right. Yeah, something like that. But, you know, like normal average, like, guy an insurance salesman guy who likes a little gaming on the weekend yeah he, he's still figuring out who ellie is because he forgot from the first game and he's like oh yeah right i gotta do this i mean even me i'm playing a game from forever ago that i'm really liking and super sad i missed around the first time but we'll talk about that a little later in the show uh Bo is in a glowing white light uh, so don't mind him. If you're not, if you're listening to the audio, you have no idea what we're talking about. So I don't know why I'm telling you this. So enjoy this now. All right, Bo. Did you even say any words yet? Have you said words yet? Just you know, to say hi or anything, Bo. 
Can he hear? He's us? muted. You threw him under the bus. He was <laughs> he's busily working on things. I, Why is he muted? He left. Oh no! What? Ha- what? He, ha- says, he he typed sorry problems. Sorry problems. I'll say. I'm just kidding. He's playing a game of sorry, and it oh. has not gone well for him. Well, and... that is a problem. Keep your daw <laughs> safely away from the bow. So all I did was go, I don't want to see that anymore. Minimize. And then it went, and it changed it, and I couldn't hear anything again. Suddenly you were so, muted to the uh, world. All right. Well, we, yeah, didn't say anything, we didn't say anything bad about you. I just wanted to see how you were doing, okay. and then you didn't. Are we still alive on the show? Oh, yeah. I don't sure. know where we're at. Yeah, we're all right here. Hi, everyone. Hey, it's Bo, everybody. It's going good. I already played a, a transition and everything. Let's get right to it. So, uh, hey, Microsoft, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, but on the 23rd, what is that, like two weeks? No. Yeah. Two weeks from now or so, something like that. Two weeks and a few days, uh, they're doing their their next uh, big Xbox Series X stream, which I think I'm going to try to uh, live commentary stream. We'll see if we can't get uh, John uh, to do that with me if it's in the daytime. If it's at night, I maybe. I would love to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's yeah. at night, all three of us can. But uh, Bo is a working. He's he's working the, the daytime, and he may be uh, uh, less available. But we'll see either way because I want to see what they're going to do, what they're going to say. Uh, they got a lot to answer for uh, in the shadow of the PlayStation announcement. They may be able to just kill it, knock it out of the park, and make everybody want Xboxes this time around. I'm I'm actually genuinely curious about all kinds of stuff. Mainly to see if they match the uh, production value of the last presentation, because I thought Sony's was pretty good in the end. Anyway, uh, outside of that, though, Microsoft says next-gen upgrades need to be free. They want that to be a thing. Uh, they've removed the DLC loophole, but remasters will presumably still be a thing. Basically, what from what I read, they are asking third parties, because they intend to do this themselves, is say, look, if you sell a previous-gen version of a game, let's say Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'll use that as an example, even though that was already locked in as a free upgrade. But if you're going to make your game and sell it on the previous gen or the current gen, when these new gen, when our new generation console comes out, we do not want you to charge consumers for another version if they've already got it. Like, give them a free path. Um, whether they'll do that or not, I don't know. This seems to be a shot over the bow of Sony a little bit because Sony hasn't a haven't hasn't made it super clear what they intended to do, but we do know from third party examples like that NBA game we talked about last week, uh, going up to seventy bucks. That game has no plans for oh you bought it on PS4, it's too bad so sad you got to pay for it again, right on our more advanced console. So um, hard to say whether that's truly a line in the sand because in theory the third parties they're talking to and saying please don't do this they could make that same decision on the PlayStation. Um, I don't know. That's a weird yeah. thing. What's your take on that, John? Do you think they're gonna, you think they're gonna do that? Do you think they'll actually say, "Oh, sure, Microsoft, why not? We'll we'll not make extra money because you asked us nicely." <laughs> well, by all accounts, it's it's something that they are saying, like, "Hey, if you want to be a part of our platform, you're gonna need to adhere to." Um, that could obviously change, but the the thing that I found interesting was basically they they had heard about a loophole where people were going to sell a DLC upgrade that was supposed to kick you up into the new, you know, the added benefits of upgrading, you know? Mm. Um, And so they said, you can't charge for that. That needs to be free. If there's an upgrade to get people up on the new uh, system on the next gen, that needs to be for free. But I don't, I didn't see, at least from what I read, I don't know if you saw something different, I didn't see anything that said, hey, the the era of remastered editions are gone. Uh, We're not going to let anybody do a 
here's the remastered version of whatever right. uh, all done for this. So I think there are still workarounds where people could go out and say, hey, this is, you know, I think Last of Us is a good example. This is The Last of Us Part 2 remastered for next gen or yeah. up, you know, up res for next gen. Um, it's not a great example because that's a Sony. That's thing. Sony, but, yeah. <laughs> and, they're, uh, and they're literally going to probably do that. So, yeah. And they probably will do that. Yeah. But I still think other companies would be allowed to do that. So we're going to have to wait and see what the reaction is. Um, you know, if all of third party listens to it, if they don't. Uh, but it is it is interesting. It's a cool thing for Microsoft to be saying how that translates product wise. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I'm super curious about it. Uh, I mean, I, Bo, I'm guessing I know where you stand on this. You would love to see a world where game companies sold you a game and then that game sort of just worked in perpetuity depending on the system you're on we're already kind of doing that as play as pc gamers um do you, do you hope do you hope that that sort of thing ends where they try to double dip and get your money twice for the anxious first day buyers of games like assassin's creed or whatever you know whatever hot title they want to get muted <laughs> we lost Bo again Oh, no. Oh, no. He can't hear us. Or can he hear us? Can we hear him? He did say problems continue, but oh. apparently I think we lost. Them. Oh, I missed the. Oh, hi. Hi. Uh, it's it's jumping around doing stuff on its own, so I may not be able to make it to the end today. Boom! <laughs> I, I barely caught the question, but um, the. Uh... How do you feel? How do you feel about. Uh, uh, it seems like an altruistic move on the part of Microsoft to say to you, the gamer, hey, you don't have to buy, uh, you shouldn't buy this game twice. You should buy it the one time you bought it. And if hardware improves, mm -hmm. your game should improve too. Um, that doesn't mandate the third parties or anyone else make newer versions and take advantage of the newer hardware, I suppose. Uh, so yeah. I guess if they know that there's a new console coming and then they know that there's a big selling game that they want, to bust sales then they should be offering free upgrades to the next console look at that bo agrees with microsoft I, isn't isn't somebody do, somebody's doing that i think yeah microsoft is for their first party but they are now trying to pressure third yeah. party i to mean do it, it, as well. it should be the law <laughs> in fact if you buy something on steam you shouldn't have to buy it on it it should be illegal to buy the exact same thing in duplicate oh, especially a hilarious. download of ones and zeros yeah. you're, out, you're out of your minds making people pay double but that's it's allowed, and if things are allowed, it must be right thing to do. Yeah, I so, didn't think about that. Go. If you buy, okay, so if I buy a game on PC, and it's then ones and zeros. It's a it's a series of electrical bits that are on and off. Like, like holy shit, you're you're being have, like you get mad at people for being mad about this stuff. You need to really stop and think about what you're being mad at. It's it's yeah. just they call it access, but it's it's electrical pulses arranged in a string. Yeah. And you get to download it, and you get to put that copy on your computer, and somehow that's worth uh, what a, a tenth of your salary that week or whatever. You know, like <laughs> yeah, no, that's wild in, stuff. That's pretty intense. Yeah. I'm playing. I'll talk about it later, but I'm replaying Titanfall two and playing it to completion on stream on PC because it was on sale, and I always felt like it was a bummer. I never tapped into that campaign enough. Anyway, there's an example where I spent ten bucks on the sale, which is a really good deal. Uh, but I already owned it on PlayStation 4, and um, I think my son ran off with it, and I never saw it again. But but at the time, I think I, know, I probably paid for 49 for it or something, whatever I did, 59 maybe. And um, 
now that you've said this, yeah, I paid for those same ones and zeros two different times. Yeah. I'm happy to and pay I'm- and I'm happy to have a subscription model, but paying again and being they like, oh, look at our customers. I'm so proud of them. It's like mm. you swindled them. And in this case, um, you know, I, I would say there's even a step down from what we're talking about with PC games, because if we still lived in the world of physical media where you weren't going to Steam or you weren't going somewhere yeah. and you bought uh, Titanfall 2, you would be able to play that on any PC anywhere. You could theoretically add the key to Steam if you wanted to launch through their platform or whatever. I don't know if Epic does that or not, but I mean, like, that's that's a copy you could take anywhere. And it's not like you're getting some special Steam edition of the game that's enhanced and got better graphics. It's literally the exact same game that you now own twice. Right. So and I've done it. I think a lot of people have done it. There's mm-hmm. been plenty. I own um, the uh, the Star Wars game, the new one that came out. I bought that game on Steam. I played it as part of the subscription deal on EA. And, you know, that I, there was an element of like me saying, I feel like I'm kind of getting this game twice. Um, but I will say in the case of some of these things, there are some there are some nice bits uh, in that Star Wars game. I was part of the EA whatever plan that's how i got to play it so i technically didn't buy it and when i launched it on steam it pulled up my profile and it had all my old saves so everything i unlocked while i was playing as part of that ea plan was still there and still good and ready to go as soon as i booted it up Mm -hmm. so it's it's one of those things where i i agree with Bo. like if if I buy a game on Steam, I should own the PC copy of that game. It shouldn't be a case of, well, you know, you, you didn't get it on the Epic Store version of this game. Remember, it's the yeah, same You remember game. those like services like Mega File Upload or something like that? Like places you go and you could just, you pay a subscription or something mm-hmm. and then you can just download shit. Like, yeah, I remember whatever. that. Sure. Yeah. It's like, that's pretty much what these, like, that's pretty much what Steam is. It just has a really fancy front door. It's like the same business model. It's like they just store ones and zeros that you want in that order. Yeah. <laughs> and you pay, you go, whichever site has the gate, then you pay the toll. That's well, what's nice is like some of the games. Um, I'll give you an example of, uh, let's use Satisfactory as an example. So I bought that game on the Epic Store because I wanted to play it and not wait for Steam. I really liked it and I'm glad I did. Uh, they moved to Steam and launched over there. Some. I think what a full two years later or a year and a half later, it's still in early access, but they're getting close to being done with that game. And I went, I remember having this little feeling like, Oh, now it's over where I have most of my stuff. I kind of wish it was here. I wish it was here. So I could just have it in the same library and not worry about it. And they sent me a key. They said, you are early on supporting us on this other platform. And we know that a lot of people want to be in multiple places or have their games in one place. So we are offering you, they gave me a key. Like I didn't even ask for it. They just gave me one. So that's happened like two, three times now, but they're all, you know, smaller, smaller development houses. Not like some triple A studio is going to do this for me, but like, you know, small groups of developers making cool games are, 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 are kind of making this moral decision out on the, on the periphery of what we're talking about today with this Microsoft idea. It would be nice if the bigger titles and stuff got more consumer friendly. Um, Back in the day where you had a different kind of cartridge that fit in your Super Nintendo than it than fit in your Sega Genesis, I kind of understand why the business model set itself around that and said, well, you can only play this physically. There is no digital. So 
So what are you going to do? Well, you're going to buy for this platform or this platform. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you make a, a screw that fits one kind of nut and a screw that fits another kind of nut. Which nut do you have? All right, well, here's the screw that fits it. Yeah, and the platforms were less agnostic back then. Right. Like, most games were exclusive to the console. That's most. correct. That's correct. Third, third party it shifted was... shifted the whole other way now, right? Right. Like, it was more of an anomaly to have a third-party dominance on a, on a platform back then, so you're totally right. But if you wanted Madden and it was a third-party example, then you'd pick your console of choice, and that's where you'd have it. That model is what they're still trying to work with today. They're saying... Do you want this game? Let's use the PC example. Do you want this game on Epic and you also want it over here on Steam? Sorry, two different platforms. Even though cognitively, there's a break there. No, it's one platform. It's my PC. My PC is pushing the, pushing the polygons, pushing the data, crunching the numbers and making everything happen on screen. It's not some second box. So don't I mean, oh, man, that's kind of mind-blowing now that John the, mentioned the, it. The ultimate game pass is the closest thing we have to forward thinking in this regard. Where yeah, which is... a sub to Microsoft and you get it. It doesn't matter. Box, thing, nothing, uh, PC. <laughs> right. Well, that might, be, that might be why I'm so excited about Microsoft's uh, um, efforts this coming generation because they are more forward-thinking about this for whatever reason, probably because they were in a really stinky second place for this generation, this last generation that they are like just being really super aggressive. Um, Sony and then and wearing swip, you know, swapping their pants. Sony would have to probably be doing the same thing or things like it if they were coming from a deep second. So They'd probably I, hired some talent, right? Phil Spencer being put where he is. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think he's, yeah, I think he's a big, you know, him and whatever leadership and, and, and personnel they put in there. Cause sometimes it's just the people that are there, the culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever changes they made have really uh, proven to be really good. Yeah, I'm I'm excited so to see what they say. So we'll find out more on the 23rd, probably more about these initiatives, maybe. Um, who knows how visual that presentation will be, if there would be much talking. I don't know. Uh, but we'll soon find out. I'm using Bing, by the way. Oh, are you getting points on Bing and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Switching on my phone. I get every so often, I get a $10 gift card. I figure, hey, maybe if I just use Ping on my phone, Bing, not Bing, Bing. Bing.com. Yeah, Ping. If I use Bing.com, uh, I might, you know, get a lot of points and I can get $10 gift cards from Best Buy. And who knows? After a while, I might be like, oh, sweet, 100 bucks. Let's get a treat. I just did, a, I just for fun wanted to do a search of Bo Schwartz and uh on bing here's what i got you ready for this is it porn uh yes but i ignored the used used car dealer (laughs) you're you so it says here bo schwartz employee ratings at dealerrader.com bo schwartz sales manager of suntrip nissan volkswagen Uh, Uh, careful we don't want to dock someone because it's it's a real person with the shares my name yeah and live somewhere in these states united oh yeah i'm not giving out addresses forget that yeah uh, well, you're I mean, also an the actor. person is a public figure in the sense that he has a sales business and wants you to know about it. So I don't know. You know, it's probably fine. Yeah, of course it is. It's public. Uh, Bo Schwartz on IMDb. There's an actor. So maybe you're acting under the radar. Didn't tell us about it. That's kind of a bummer. That one isn't mine. That isn't oh, mine. It's too bad. All right. How about this one? About, <laughs> about seven down. We got Bo Schwartz. YouTube. My name is Bo Schwartz, a.k.a. Gorath. <laughs> that's you i found you that's me can i look at can't you can't believe i'm so low I, i've been giving ping lots of search activity i feel slighted yeah you My get their name right only about 50 percent of the time now. how many microsoft points does the car dealership bo schwartz have really really you know? i know I'm, you're not Boost kidding me 
Okay. Give me some SEO. Maybe I should use my points on SEO bonuses. Uh, John Jagger, you have your very first one is your Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Well done. Darn right. Yeah. Take that other John Jagger. Yep. And then I uh, found out here on Wikipedia that John J- Jagger, born 1872, was yep, a British trade unionist and Labor Party politician. After a career in business and trade union leadership, he won a seat in the House of Commons in 1935, and he held it until your death by a road accident in 1942. Nice job. Oh my gosh. I just found out I passed away in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, geez. That's a little close. That's, that's, oh, wait, a, that's a little funny. that's a little too close. I don't I like I'm, I'm I'm picturing John Jogger right now. <laughs> it's like it's like John, but it's the jogging version. He's got a headband and there you go. And... There you go. Nailed it. Um no? yeah, don't search no. for me, by the way. Don't search for me. All right. Uh there's a lot of ugly <laughs> pictures of me that come up when you do that. Anyway, uh good luck on your Bing your Bing scheme. I like to call Thank it. Thank you, sir. Yep. I want, I, what I hope is that thing works out to the point where you can like Microsoft would be just at your whim because you have so many Bing points. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> That'd be it. funny. If there's a secret thing you could redeem. It was like president of Microsoft. Yep. <laughs> Bill Gates comes to your house and is like, <laughs> it's like ready player one, but really crappy. Yep. He's like, uh, hello, would you, would you like to lead Microsoft into the future? It's like, yeah, man, where's the Pepsi? Yep. What, what can we do? We we promised it. He used Bing a lot. He used Bing more than anybody else here. We tried to get everybody on the initiative. Y'all wanted to Google things. Now he's in charge. It's like scooch out of the way. Top, what? Go ahead. What do they call the top Bing guy? Like do they call him the Bingo or something? The Chandler. <laughs> the Chandler. The Chandler. <laughs> this, this seems like you've thought about it prior to my question. No, <laughs> so the comp, I thing. like the comp troller. It's the Microsoft the, the Bing controller. That's what I want to be. Bing uh, Chandler. The Bing oh, Chandler. I get it. Yeah, I get it because okay. Bing Chandler, yeah. No, no, Chandler yeah, Bing, sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> of Bing Chandler. Stop Duh. it and reverse it. That's what I meant. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. The Sims is getting a reality TV show, and I'm I'm horrified about what that might be like. Like, legit, f- legitimately nervous about what the idea of a Sims reality show is. Because it sounds bad. It sounds It looks terrible. like a lot of people playing the game. Like when I read it, I thought it was going to be like challenges, like who can swim consistently in a pool the longest without drowning or who can find their way out of this completely enclosed room while we set it or on fire. Who can hold their pee in a house that has no toilet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Longest. <laughs> I've told you guys that story where I built a toilet, a fancy new toilet at my Sims house. And then the someone knocked on the door and I just installed this beautiful, new, expensive toilet in the room. It's like Sims 2, I think doorbell bing bong i'm like oh i better get that so i just got up and left the game thought things would just kind of keep moving while i was gone came back two hours later after what some however long i talked to a neighbor and i sit down and there are pee puddles all over the apartment (laughs) and there's a quivering sim who's my guy in the corner holding his holding his crotch and quivering in the corner in his own pee yeah and i just thought what the frick happened and what it was the new toilet I put in was too big for the bathroom I built. <laughs> and so when the door, when you try to open the door to do it, it would block it. So it couldn't get, the guy couldn't get in to use it. And uh, yeah, that's about as good as I ever got at the Sims. But anyway, here's what it says. Sims is getting a competition series that will air Friday nights on TBS. Uh, the Sims sparked as a reality competition in partnership with E-League and YouTube. Uh, let's see. There's also BuzzFeed multiplayer channel, which I haven't heard of. Anyway, players will have to take on a challenge 
uh, to make unique character stories and worlds in The Sims 4. So they are doing it in the game. It's kind of an eSport. Yeah. The show will be four episodes long and will air on July 17th. Oh, that's my birthday. Uh, at 11 p.m. Eastern, the winning competition or competitors will receive $100,000. The show features Maxis game developer Dave Minoki and BuzzFeed multiplayer YouTube personality Kel- Kelsey Implicicici. Impicci. I don't know how you say that name. That name's weird. Anyway, to coincide with the show, there'll be an in-game event or a bunch of in-game events for viewers, and the top contestants in the program uh, will be considered for future season of The Sims Sparked. Uh, we don't know what the challenges are yet, but you got to design some cool stuff to win. I don't know. That just seems hard. It seems hard to keep people's attention. <laughs> Maybe people are really into The Sims 4, and, and this is totally going to be fun and great, and I personally can't see it. I mean, I don't think it'll be... Uh, the next the floor is lava but uh it should be you know we can give it a try yeah i did i told you i watched some of that right i know it's yeah. good it's 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 legitimately it's it's good bad there's something about it that was that compelled me to keep watching it even though i knew it was really stupid it didn't matter and i'm not sure how i'm not sure what to even compare that to but it was a unique experience I know what it is. It's the fact that when people fall in the lava, you see them fall beneath it and you never hear from them ever again. And it it is treated as if they died. They're gone. They're no longer on this planet. You don't see them again until the exit interview. And uh, that's it. And I think their adherence to this rule is completely worthwhile. Yeah. I think that's the only thing that that's saves that show it's very weird how compelling i found it even though i know it's not like you said it's good bad it's somehow it somehow straddles terrible and good at the same time and there's also something just kind of i don't know innocent about it or kind of like old-fashioned like a thing when i was when you're like eight years old and people said hey let's do a potato sack race or something like a picnic Ooh, potato sack race yay right like you get all excited about it this feels like that it's just like a wholesome competition going on. I don't know. I found it nicely distracting. I wonder, can, does can, uh, do Canadian channels or does Canadian Netflix get lava as the floor or floor is lava? Bo, can you play that up there? Oh, audio has <laughs> murdered him once again. It's all right. We'll I think come I back. just muted myself that time. Oh. It's fine. Oh, okay. Um, uh, let me think. Uh, I think we just watch all your stuff unless it's like something we made. Maybe you made so, it. So I don't like like sometimes we have a version of things like Canada's next top model or something like that. Like we'll have the Canada version of Amazing Race Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. Oh, wait I don't a minute, they go all crap. over the place. Like, I mean, it's a big country up here. So it's, oh, okay. Yeah. So do they just explore Canada? <laughs> I'm not, I didn't watch it. Okay, <laughs> I didn't see it. Sorry, I was just very I was very no. interested by the idea of. Oh, Canada Canada's Drag Race. Race. That's one for sure. Thank you. Thank, thank oh, you. Oh, they have thank a Canada. Kelly Zarel. They have a uh, Drag Race up there. That's cool. Who hosts? So. Who hosts I mean, that? Since we have uh, RuPaul, who gets to do it up there? I don't know. I don't watch TV. <laughs> I don't watch that garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that effing trash on freaking broadcast TV. <laughs> Put it in the toilet. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm in a mood today. That's um, right. Yeah. No, I. Like what I've been watching in 2020, I've re- rewatched Trailer Park Boys and Community. That's pretty much what I've done. Oh, there you go. So, oh, wait, where do you stand uh, on Letterkenny? Because I've been watching that again, and I like Letterkenny. Um, 
I have to give it a fair chance because maybe it's funny. People I respect like it, mm. but I look at it and I'm just like, this looks stupid to me. Mm. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe you guys have Americana that you guys don't really like that maybe people abroad, you know, like they have so off. <laughs> Germans yeah. love it. You're just like, why? Yeah. So I'm kind of have that feeling. I'm like, Letter Kennedy. I'm like, yeah, I see these people, but you know whatever <laughs> i feel that way about in and out burger people really put in and out burger up on a pedestal that i think it does not belong it's in. too high you're right it's too high of a i pedestal. thought that was a restaurant it is it is it is here's the problem with in and out burger well i mean john just said it it's 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 i mean it's another way of saying it's overrated but like i it's fine it's fine it's okay it's fine go to go to in and out eat a burger it's all good right but they're not like the end all be all they pretend that they're made out to be. Yeah. The first time I had one, people were like, oh, you're going to Vegas? They have one there now. You, and this is before we had them all over the place here. They're everywhere here now. But at the time, none in Salt Lake. So they were like, you got to go to the one in Vegas. Go to the one in Vegas. So we did. And we got in the drive up, and there was a line, and everybody looked like they were going to go, oh, this is the greatest food we're ever going to have in our face. And we got up there, and we got our food, and I, I dived into it, and I went, this is just kind of okay. Yeah, it's okay. There's nothing special going on. I like Five Guys better. And I know some people don't like Five Guys, but I love Five Guys. I uh, I think Five Guys is better, but if you're thinking, well, John, what a safe take, I will say this. I don't like their fries. No, their fries are gross. They're wet, soggy. They're like socks. Yep. They're not don't gross. Like <laughs> I don't like no. In-N-Out's fries either, for that matter. So. In-N-Out's fries are barely fries. I feel like I'm eating somebody's packing peanuts. They're not great. <laughs> the only good French fries on this planet are ones you make yourself or... Oh, let's see. Who can we give credit to for good fries? Who makes the best... Oh, I got it right now. This may be temporary, though, because I don't think they're a permanent menu item. But Arby's. You have Arby's in Canada, Bo? We do, but... um then I haven't been i don't think ever. well generally speaking arby's isn't great it's okay they have some nice they have some sandwich stuff now it's not bad but just their standard roast beef pile of beef thing is weird but they used to <laughs> That's have the only thing i like from them <laughs> everything else every time else <laughs> i get or every time i get something else i just go Ugh, i've made a mistake yeah. i should have just gotten a basic roast beef sandwich. i get i get that feeling i don't know once their euros are pretty good but anyway they have they have these fries that are horrendous and i know some people are going to disagree with me but their curly fries are just freaking bad Okay, they're just straight up bad. Mm. However, right now they have sweet potato waffle fries. And I thought, these are going to be terrible. Let's try it and see if this isn't the worst thing ever. I'm so pleasantly surprised with those. I would eat a pile of those right now. They were great. So, like, they're fries made in a waffle iron? Yeah, well, no. Do you know, like, um, do you guys have uh, Chick-fil-A up there? Or is that all just down here? Uh, yeah, but I haven't been to one. Okay. They Wendy's, this- I've done. We have Wendy's, right? Uh, I don't know. Do you? Yeah, Canada. Wendy's with the the girl with the braids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the red. Are you yeah. asking if you Canada has them or if we America? <laughs> no, no, I'm asking if you have them. Yes, yes. we do. Yes, we have Wendy's right. all over. We have those, and I've eaten there. Just, just so you're like, has this guy ever eaten at a restaurant? You're like, have you eaten here? Do you have them? Yeah. Have you eaten there? No. <laughs> do you have this? Yeah. Have you eaten there? No. no. <laughs> you probably eat just good good food there, and we would all rather have whatever you're having. But um, Yeah, but I haven't had a waffle fry, so forgive me for thinking it was made with a waffle. No, it is kind of, but but that's the idea of it. It looks like a, it's like a sliced, a full sliced potato. Imagine like, you know, a slice of a potato. So it's a round, you know, it's like a disc, but then it's all, I'm sure they run them through something that makes this pattern, but they're all like 
ribbly and rubbly and they look like they look like little waffles <laughs> ribbly, perfectly, perfectly described you know that. That's i was having a hard time picturing things until you use the adjective ribbly, <laughs> <laughs> and ribbly. that's great but i get what you mean they were ribbly rubbly yeah uh, they're very good i'm just saying never for, changed, for never a place changed. that grosses me out most of the time uh arby's you did good with those whatever those are. my my choice for fast food fries uh there's a place here called portillo's and they have very good fries. that already sounds better just by the name portillo sounds portentous oh hey. <laughs> but is it is it that kind of place or is it no it's it's uh it's a place that was uh mainly in chicago it's a lot of hot dogs and stuff like that um but uh, we do have one here and it's really really good their hot dogs are i like my meat and cylinders (laughs) portentous portentous means it's scary pretentious means it's stuck up right do i have that right yeah oh yeah so i kind of screwed up my pun no i kind of liked it but it's still cool to say it's a scary place to eat you know like ooh, it portends it portends evil (laughs) Thus endeth today's fast food discussion. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, yeah. Sims TV thing. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Maybe I'll watch. I don't know. Uh, Ninja. Remember Ninja? Remember that deal? He's a big, uh-huh. big, he's a, he's a big time Twitch streamer. And he used to stream on Twitch. Then he disappeared for a while. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard he got lost in the Himalayan mountains on an excursion. <laughs> That's why he stopped streaming. He just disappeared, did he? Okay. Well, so when he was at Twitch... Uh, first of all, he had some beef with Twitch toward the end there. He got hired by Mixer for $30 million in con- in a contract for a certain amount of time. And the thinking there was, hey, Mixer's going to get big because Ninja will bring all his people over. And they also did it with Shroud and I think maybe one or two other streamers. But he was by far the biggest money get, and it cost them $30 million to do that. Then Mixer, it didn't work that way, by the way. He didn't bring enough people to make a difference, uh, enough of a difference, I should say. And Mixer uh, pulled the plug on the entire service. That is to say Microsoft did. Um, and he got all his money. They just ended his contract early, but his contract meant he got paid. So he got 30 million bucks. Shroud got his 11. And then everybody was like, well, where are these guys going to go? What are they going to do? And then it got it was quiet for a couple of weeks. Right? And then last night, or two days ago, whatever it was, I don't have the date, Ninja shows up on YouTube. And him and a couple of friends, and they played Fortnite, and they got a hundred thousand concurrent viewers, meaning all on at the same time. That's what concurrent means, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot of people, and also the rumors were floating around that he <laughs> that he would probably end up at YouTube anyway because there was no way he was going to do the the Facebook gaming thing, even though they offered him sixty million. I believe that's on top of the other thirty. By the way, um, here's what I would say. Just take your thirty million and who go do make your own, do what you want, go do something else. Like, does it always have to be? Does he have to have a what giant contract? What if that's what he likes, Scott? Can another guy on, get thirty million? Why does the same Scott guy have to keep getting to thirty million? All right, hold Scott, my feet. You said you you have been well documented, Scott Johnson. Yep, you've been well documented in the past as saying that if you won the lottery and you became extremely rich. 
that your life wouldn't change. You would still be doing this podcasting thing, right? Yeah, or would yeah. that be it? You no, would no, no, fold no. it. No, you're right. Well, no, that's, that's not what I mean. He likes playing Fortnite on the internet. That's not people. what I mean. That's not what I mean. I totally agree with you. I think that he probably does and would want to and would like to continue to do that. But here's what, what, here's what I would do with 30 million and if I was the world's most popular streamer. All right. Okay. This is what I think I would do. Okay. Um, I mean, it would be hard to turn down somebody else's $30 million contracts, but let's just say there aren't, if you've got 30 million and you're kind of sick of the rigmarole of what it means to hook yourself into some service and marry them for another 30 and then all the things that means, right? Here's what I would do instead. I would take my 30 million and I would invest a ton of it and I would live. I would always, I would never be want for anything. And now I can stream anywhere I freaking want, not for the money, but purely for the fun. So if I'm tired of doing Fortnite streams, which you know that dude gets tired of playing Fortnite, I guarantee he does. You hear stories about this all the time. These streamers want to branch out and do other things, but their fans won't let them because all they care about is the game that they're playing. So if it was me, I'd go, well, F that. I've got the $30 million now, plus whatever else I'm making on sponsors and everything else. I'm just going to play whatever I want. I might pay Fortnite on Monday, but guess what? Come back here on Tuesday, I might play Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man because I'm in the mood. Like, do whatever you want to do. That's what, That's all I'm saying. Because I. Because right now, what it, what this is all boiling down to is what does one major streaming partner want? How much money do they want to throw at him so that he will do the thing that brings the numbers? And it's what Mixer did, but that was just bad money because it didn't work, okay? You could call it a failure, by the way. Like, he's not a personal failure, but that, that effort to... For his momentum, somebody to, hustled somebody in that. Yeah, somebody that was somebody. that was a failure. Okay, it just was. hustled themselves, or somebody hustled somebody. But if he gets a deal with YouTube, which is possible, great. I think he still has beef with Twitch, but maybe they want him back. I don't know. It's a weird time we live in. But hey, all hats off to him. You you do you, Ninja, and I'm not prescribing anything to him. But if it was me, I think I would be relieved that I've got. Fat stacks of money everywhere. Everything's paid for and good. I can focus on my future, whatever that is. And part of that, if it's just me, I want to play games all the time and I want to stream, I would start to be able to play what I want to play instead of being forced to play freaking Fortnite every day. I think something happens to your brain when you start getting paychecks north of 50000 a month. Yeah. Probably. I don't. I don't think you, you like. You're thinking like you are today. I think after a year of getting like, oh, sweet, fifty grand, hundred grand, thirty million, I think something happens to you, man. In your in your twenties, I think we're seeing it. Maybe in your twenties, <laughs> yes. I feel like I've gotten on the other side of life a little bit, and I don't. I don't know. The stuff that's important to me isn't. It doesn't cost money anymore. Like you wouldn't want to be going out to and having sick parties. <laughs> no i don't i don't want to do any of that i don't want to have i don't want to go to what's that place they oh i don't want to go to a a biza and see if if bieber will be there like who gives a shit about any of that stuff what i want to do is go see a movie with my wife and hang out with my children and see some friends and barbecue maybe you know like simple i have simple simple needs i would love to be that guy who had the 30 million but stayed in a modest home. Everything's paid for, but you're done. And you got the car you want and you're done, but it's not a big orange Lamborghini to show off to everybody. Like I, that part, I just eh, rubs me all kinds of wrong. But if you asked me this when I was 21, I probably answer this very differently then. I like, 
Isn't there a Venga Boys song about going to a pizza? <laughs> I think it depends on on yes. You know, like think of this conversation this way: replace the name Ninja with Matt Damon or whatever celebrity. You'd be like, "Why are we talking about this?" Unless it was something to do with poo or something hilarious, it would be like, "Oh, I don't want even want to talk about this celebrity and their rich problems." Like yeah. Ninja going from zero to millionaire, awesome story. We love seeing gamers get celebrated and get rewarded. But once you get your thirty million, and then you're going to your other thirty million deal. All you gamer folk out there that are PC master race people or, you know, I don't like celebrities. I like gamer people. I'm like, that's what these people are becoming. Mm -hmm. And it's just as gross to think about uh, preoccupy yourselves with their celebrity, their giant paydays as it is Matt Damon or Tom Cruise or whoever else. You're right. You got a thing for Matt Damon tonight, but I'm going to overlook it. It's fine. Totally fine. Matt Damon <laughs> from Team America. I think it's great that you keep bringing him up. <laughs> oh, Matt Damon can say Matt Damon. Dude, Team America. <laughs> I haven't seen that in so long. I need to watch that again. What a great thing that is. <laughs> I watched South Park bigger, longer, and uncut today. That's a good movie. Oh, it's a really good movie. Like it's legitimately good. I put it on. Here's here's the weird part. I was in the mood for a musical, mm-hmm. and so that's what I put on. It's a musical. Good it is. Call. Dude, Blame Canada won the won the Oscar that year for best original song. Like it's. I thought it was only nominated. Oh, I thought, I thought it won. Phil Collins' win? stupid Tarzan song won, and oh. that's why they proceeded to make fun of Phil Collins, uh, including depicting him having a Emmy or an Academy Award shoved up his butt. But d- <laughs> okay, maybe you're right. But also, I kind of like the Tarzan soundtrack. Uh, hate me if you want, chat room or everyone else, but I kind of like it. It's all right. Hold on, Canada. Blame Canada. Oscar. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, here it is. Here it says it was uh, 1999. Uh, oh, nominated. Didn't win. Boo. All right. Well, it didn't win. You're right, John. I take everything back I've ever said about anything ever before. Um, all right. Moving on to what now? Oh, Ninja's back. Get ready, everyone. Probably YouTube. YouTube will probably offer him a bunch of money. I don't know why you just do go where you YouTube want to go. YouTube has an emergency team. They probably hired 12 people and they're like, as soon as they just start streaming, you publicity campaign, whatever you can do. Yeah. That's all they do. They just sit there and watch Ninja and wait for him to jump on YouTube. And then they're like, they're on him. Yeah. Well, I'm not probably. surprised though. Imagine turning down $60 million from Facebook because you just hate Facebook that much. That's, that's just that, that if that isn't a sign of, of truly not liking a platform, and giving up thirty million dollars, I've I, I don't know what is. It's a real statement on Facebook. Yeah, not thirty. I'm sorry. I think it was sixty on top of the thirty he got from Mixer. So he gave up sixty million dollars potentially not to go there. But he may get more than that or that at YouTube anyway. So I don't know. I just were you know what do you do in a world where well I hope I'm hope Ninja's smart and spends his money in wise places, invests and all that because. You know, you know what? Fortnite's going to be, be okay. He'll be fine. You know, my prediction. Ninja will be fine. <laughs> you know, he could have taken that money and maybe streamed less because there's there's kind of a, with Facebook the Oculus connection. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's some cool stuff that Facebook's doing gaming wise. I know it's not what he does, but like you said, 
Like, are you just going to stream indefinitely? Like, there's got to be a. Tr- people, I think someone like that's going to transition to a career somehow. Maybe yeah. he wants to do something. He may want to have some other brands. Maybe sell some. Maybe there already is branded ninja clothes. I don't know. Maybe there'll be a rap album soon. You never know. Yeah, or a boxing match. YouTubers now are like, what do we do to entertain people? Let's box each other. I guess we fight. Yeah. Man. Now we fight. Um. Anyway, so we'll see how that plays out. We still don't know what happened to Doctor Disrespect. Uh. Neither Twitch nor he will say why he got banned permanently. And I, you want a tinfoil hat this? Hold on, I got one for you. I got a little tinfoil hat. Oh, yeah, I love a tinfoil Okay, here's my tinfoil hat on that. It's, I'm probably wrong because they, because they refunded all of his subs to the people who sub him. So this probably isn't true. But this could be a joint, uh, what do you call those things when you do like a a big uh, you try Publicity to be a, stunt? yeah, but it's like a viral word. It's like for uh, it's ADR, ADR, ADR. Oh, augmented reality deal, like 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 Sombra. You're talking about yeah, or like what lot the TV show Lost used to do with like oh, there's a website for this yeah. company and like that kind of stuff. Or yeah, um, or Fortnite going dark for no reason. Yeah, that weekend. kind of stuff. It's like a viral, yeah. like whatever, and they're in cahoots on it. And it's all part of some ruse to do some. I don't know what it would be. It's- Actually, that makes a lot of sense that they refunded. If you knew you were going to cancel the channel, yeah, you would be like, we might get in trouble for accepting money for something we didn't fully deliver. So let's give everyone their subs back. Yeah. That's a big hint that it's actually planned. And yeah. boom, you got drdisrespect.com. And he's got his own fully featured site supported by Twitch with benefits through Twitch. But you don't go to Twitch to Whoa. watch. You go to drdisrespect.com. Wow. And because, look, I mean, you, his production game is pretty good. Like, you know, he spends time and has people working on his stream. It's obvious. And he's performing a persona like a wrestler a lot of the time. I'm sure it's pretty close to how he is, but. It's you know you're on camera all day and street is draining. It's mm-hmm. not it's not just easy fun time. And at least like if I'm streaming, I'm just being myself. Like hey guys, uh. but you know you're putting on a show. He is a showman and yeah. he's playing a game. It's all, all a show. show. There's a lot yeah. of energy involved in doing that, right? Um, so you got to respect that part of the game. But yeah, and he's always talking about being the best. I'm the two time. I got a mustache. Join the mustache club. <laughs> <laughs> And, you, but like <laughs> you could be him you could be the new you could be mr disrespect if i could, if I could keep up it doesn't have a doctorate i'd be professor <laughs> i'd be professor respect and there'd be a big match where he's like i'm the doctor i'm the one you should listen to mfr and yeah. then i'd be like excuse me but that's disrespectful yeah i'm bo schwartz aka gorath professor respect <laughs> professor and i'm gonna beat you at Fortnite. <laughs> but respectfully don't worry yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Also, uh, there's been some suggestion that he got caught doing something real bad and no one wants to talk about it because uh, who knows? I don't know. It's all rumor and speculation. Yeah, that's that's the thing is nobody knows. Nobody like, has any idea. The, the facts are t- uh, Twitch invested a lot of money in him and for them to then ban him. You know, you can you can make some guesses, but at best they would be guesses. Have you seen that video of the last eight minutes he streamed? Did you watch that by chance? Yeah, I did see it. Something real weird about the way it went out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure weird. it's on purpose. If he was in trouble in some kind, people are digging. People are right now digging up every court case that's been filed in the past week or two or something. You know, anything to figure out what's up. <laughs> Sorry, the chat room's cracking me up. 
DDS, slight disrespect or slight respect. Surgeon, Surgeon. Mr. Respect. <laughs> you guys are nuts. It's professor Respect. What if they found out his 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 uh, Twitch? Um, <laughs> I don't know what it would be. I don't even know. Where, uh, John's right. It's all speculation. We don't know. I was going to go yeah. somewhere, but I'm not going there. There's, go there's, there. I'm not going there. No. no I'll okay. get myself in trouble. Uh, all right. Uh, Warcraft had their Shadowlands talk today. Um, it was kind of what I expected, which was just more of a look at the new expansion. Uh, we did a live instance coverage of that and then some commentary after today. So if you want to check that out at the instance.net, you're welcome to. That podcast is already up. Uh, it looks great. Like, looks real nice. Systems-wise, I think both John and I share some fears about some grind and some some stuff that seems like they've they just can't get away from in this in this game um and that and that's obviously a loaded a loaded statement and could go a thousand ways you take forever to unpack it all but i think this if i had to give it like a a single statement i would say there's some really cool stuff coming i like thematically where they are i like where this is all taking place i think there's a lot of cool story potential there i think it looks really nice like visually things are just that engine just looks better and better the more they tweak it for such an old game. And uh, I think Torghast is a very cool addition to the game based on what I've played in the alpha and what I'm seeing them show. Um, but and then the rest of the statement is, it seems like there's a lot of grindy stuff in the, in the end game in particular. Because my mm-hmm. wow for me is best when it's level, whatever the new base level is, up to the new cap. And... Oh, you know what's weird? I just realized this. In the and then their official well, this is a this is a post on a site. Let's see, was it Polygon? Somebody laid out all the stuff that's in the uh expansion, uh or in the uh sorry, the collector's edition. And in there they said a free boost to one thirty. Like, no. Yeah. It's a free boost to sixty. Oh, that is weird. I just realized that. I yeah, like, yeah, they get boosts all the time, but no, that's not the level cap anymore. Yeah, they're squishing the level cap, so technically once the patch is live, you'll be boosting from 50 to 60 because they're squishing levels from 120 where they are now down. So I didn't even think of that. That's weird. Maybe they still have to use that language so it doesn't freak people out, you know? Because if you haven't been back to WoW in a while, in a while and you're like, ooh, I could buy that and get 30 days free and a boost. What does that take me to? Ooh, 130? Sweet. That's maximum, right? Like you, you could see that thinking Yeah, uh, would, would be a better marketing move. But anyway. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. Uh, beta starts next week, so they're going to start doing invites. They are invite only. And um, there's also a whole bunch of stuff that I'll be able to say on Friday because right now I'm under NDA about some things that I'm seeing in the game that I can't talk about, but I will be able to talk about Friday. And yeah, but as for that presentation today, you know, it is what it is. It looks like a good new expansion. Hopefully it's better than the last one or at least the last half of the last one which suffered pretty hard um but like i've always said for me the big experience for me is almost always the 10 level experience the story the questing the progression of that experience is always my favorite part of an expansion and the end game is depends on which expansion you tell me about that i like more or less i really liked legion i really liked pandaria although i got pretty grindy in the back end um Weirdly, end game for me in the third one, Cataclysm was, or fourth one, I guess, right? Well, fourth, third expansion uh, was one of my favorites. 
um, because I just played a ton of Endgame. I don't know why that one clicked with me so much because you know you could argue the big problems of that expansion. But anyway, the point is uh, plenty to say about it. More to say on Friday. Just curious if you guys have any other thoughts, John. We talked a little in pre-show about it. Uh, anything to add about your impressions and what you saw? No, I mean you know WoW expansions. I'm kind of with you. I'm in. I'm in it for the first little bit. Um, and then whenever they feel the need to come back and deliver some story, this feels like it's maybe a, at the very least a half step in the right direction. Um, it'll be cool if the other stuff comes together in a way that feels like it's maybe a bit more of a full step uh, away from some of the things I didn't like in BFA. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm in. They have me right now. They haven't lost me as a player. They've lost me for about half of an expansion. Uh-huh. Uh every go round at the moment based on how much I play, but you know, that's the way it goes sometimes. Uh, chat room wanted us to clarify the boost is two fifty, not to 60. 60 is the new cap. So technically the boost would be from the new f- squished 40 to 50. It's just weird to think about, but yeah. All right. Thanks for the clarification. Ace high 2000. Hey, Bo, does this, any of this drive you to go? Oh man. I got to get me some Warcraft in my veins again. Uh, I mean, Shadowlands definitely was really strong. The trailer was really enticing and um, everything sounded really cool about the world that we go to. I haven't looked at much uh, since then. So, but I have found myself thinking like, hmm, it'd be nice to go back to Azeroth. But I just, you know, it's, it's very hard. It's hard to put your finger on what really captures you with the world of warcraft expansion because there's a lot of not just gates but currencies and make busy work it's a it's a lifestyle that people get into as a game and while i enjoy the exploration all the awesome raids and and things like that i don't like how it seems to want to promote that i have to play daily in order to get value out of it so it'll be a pass but it's just because that's the state of mmo in 2020 right now yep they are still the the one to watch, so we'll see what happens. Okay. Now, this. Games we're playing this week. I finally did it. I hunkered down and forked up the money, although I did it a week late. Last week it was only $19.99 and I waited too long. So I paid an extra five bucks. It's fine. I like I liked supporting developers. I bought Hard Space Shipbreaker. And you guys, I think I might. That is a, quite the title. I want to hump its leg. Where Whoa. did you get it? So we talked Steam. So we talked about this last mm-hmm. week some. Um, this is the game where you're floating around first person style in a, uh, in a in a spacesuit, and you are with big laser tools and splitters and tethers and other stuff. You're breaking apart old ships, derelict spaceships for scrap. And selling those, uh, and scavenging or uh, salvaging some of it, destroying some of it because you got to get rid of certain things. Um, being really careful with volatile things, so you can get those for the highest value. Try not to blow yourself up because you went ahead and hit a fuel line. Blah 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 blah. Your job is to go out and salvage old spacecraft and sell it. And what nobody, I already knew all this, right? This already sounded cool to me. Because you go out, you kind of have the scan uh, view you can turn into by hitting T on your keyboard, and it shows you the ship, all its weak points, and stuff you're going to have to break with your laser cutter. And you got one of those, like, remember in uh, Dead Space, you had that laser cutter tool 
that would flip either vertical or horizontal and you could shoot it you remember that plasma plasma cutter plasma cutter there's a gun and not a gun but there is a laser thing in this this thing that's just like that so you just rotate rotate depending on what you need there's a regular kind of pinpoint laser there's this tether thing where using gravity you can like tether two objects together and the bigger object that's already moving out of there will pull the smaller object with it so you don't have to do all the hard work your goal though is to disassemble these um these ships and sell the parts and sometimes you have specific work orders like this ship has these two batteries. We need these back or this ship has a, a, a nuclear, I don't know, core in the, in the center of it. It's really dangerous. But if you can get it out of there, you're going to get big bucks for it. There's like a sandbox mode. There's also a career mode and there's a couple of modes, uh, challenge mode and some, something else that's not in there yet. But they keep adding new things. One of the things that I was worried about with it when I'd heard about it before was that a lot of it was timed. So you had to hurry up and do your shit. And I don't like timers. I don't know if I've said that before on the show, but I'm not a fan of being timed. I hate it. I want to do stuff at my own pace. And today they announced, hey, turns out a lot of you also like to not have timers. So we're going to make that an option. You don't have to have timers if you don't want to. Bing! And that's what made me go, okay, I'm going to get it. Here's the part nobody told me about that's just icing on this big effing cake I bought today. It's... Love this so much. Okay, so the whole idea is Earth is a shithole. We've just rendered it. <laughs> but am- tell me about the game. Well, because you know how I love, you know, apocalyptic stuff and I love, you know, Mad Max and all that. It's not quite that, but but the Earth has been depleted of its best resources and it's hard to get work. That's the premise of this thing. And even the opening trailer shows this little girl on this hill holding her doll looking up as a ship is flying off the planet. And it turns out she's your kid. And you're leaving her and she's and you hear her narrating. She's reciting a rhyme about bringing her dad home safe from his job because uh, he's a shipbreaker. Anyway, oh. it's all really weird because there's it's not like a, it's not like a specific story, but it's like this. This is the story of a shipbreaker is kind of how it's presented. And the music is all like Firefly slash, you know, country bumpkin freaking space trucker shit, which I'd love. I'd love that mm-hmm. in space. I love space. And uh, trucker, I like space truckers. It's my favorite combo of things. I freaking love it. So kind of Firefly, kind of that sort of thing. And through, through the whole thing, I got that going. There's like some guy playing a guitar. Where I'm out there going, cutting a ship in half and like taking the parts off carefully and throwing those into the bin and moving this other big piece of junk over into the incinerator and, and floating around here. Okay, I got to get these two joints. And it sounds like work, and it is. I mean, that's the idea. It's simulating this kind of like job. But man, is it satisfying. I am so into it. I love it. Is this a VR game as well? No. Or is it just... There's no VR as far as I know. They may have it planned. Yeah. I don't know. They, they may. You but asked I, me this I'm, last from week. I'm watching the trailer, and I, I find it interesting because one of the nice touches is that it animates hands as well, it looks like. like right. Like as you're floating in space, you get near a wall. Hand reaches out and grabs it as if to steady your balance. Yeah, and they have a they have a mode. I wish more games. Like I love that they're putting a lot of detail into like small nuances that increase mm-hmm. your verisimilitude. Well, you'd like that because there's a there's a there's a it's not a scene, but today when I was moving a big part of the hull out and I pushed it off, I got kind of caught in its gravity well a little bit. So they're they're messing around with physics and stuff, and it started to pull me really fast toward a big metal thing. And I remembered in the tutorial, it said you can put your hands out and that will help soften 
these landings. You can kind of, you know, create. Oh, it's like a saw, like a mechanic to, to like, um, what do they call them? Uh, Dampeners. Oh, hydraulic, right? Like, yeah. just like, yeah. Shock absorption. That's what it is. Same idea. So you, yeah. Same idea. Yeah. And then, um, there was, an, uh, let's see what else did it say about that? Oh, I forgot. Oh, but that, uh, the gloves are, meta- are uh, uh, magnetic. So if you're on a metal surface, you can also, that's a great way to keep from getting thrown this off. This game or, looks amazing, dude. It's I've very been watching cool, dude. Saying it. I'm like, so there, cool. there's no bad guys. It's literally just salvaging and it's just salvaging and, and quiet, and, creepy boats. Yeah. And, the other, and it reminds me a little of, of, uh, of Dwarf Rock game that we play in that the, the world, like you, when you first go in, there's like, all right, welcome to your first rig. Uh, this job's not an easy one. Let's take a moment and have a, a moment of silence for the last shipbreaker that was here. And then the game gets all quiet and you're just kind of floating there like, all right, when's it going to stop? All right. Okay. Well, honor to him. Now, now your job is to bear, bear, bear. And they just treat it like this. You're working for this shitty company who wants you to do all this stuff for money. You're in huge debt. So you're trying to pay down your debt to them. Um, And you do that by disassembling these ships, selling the parts. You make money. It takes money off your thing. Then you have a big upgrade tree. You're adding new abilities to your tools. These can lift bigger, or these can tether bigger chunks of space junk. These can cut deeper into the ship or whatever, you know, all these abilities and things. And I'm barely scratching the surface on it so far in my playthrough, but man, it is so cool. It is so my jam. I'm loving it. I think, I think this, I think I've got a, this is going to be a problem. This is going to be a problem for me. I'm going to be way out of this. Um, I was on board as soon as you said they removed the timers. Cause that was the one thing where I was like, yeah, but I want to do it at my own pace. Yeah. I don't like the timers uh, with them gone. I'm into yeah, it. Yeah, I think you'd really like it, John. And just, just, just the vibe of it is just so they've really leaned into making it more than just a mechanical experience. It's very intuitive, but you have to be creative and think. And it's all very 360 degrees. So you gotta, should I float under this thing? And then, oh, these two so U it's joints. It's basically and, a whole game of what like one of the opening scenes of the expanses when they're like cutting rock and the guy loses an arm. Kind of, yeah. It's like it's just like it's that the game. Yeah, and you can <laughs> catch on. Awesome. I caught on fire because I I overheated some metal and I didn't realize what I was doing. Um, it doesn't. It's not too simish. Like they're not trying to make this a full perfect Euclidean, you know, space simulation. But mm-hmm. there are moments of like. Oh, I know. Okay, so I'm trying to get into this small ship. It was early too, so it wasn't even that big of a ship. But I'm trying to get into this little shuttle, and I could see there were some weak points on the doors where I could just like laser those off of there. The problem was I didn't notice that right up under it is a. It was a, and it was red too, but I didn't see it. It was in shadow, but it was a red tube, and it turns out it was a main fuel line. And I, oh, I hit that thing. Be careful. <laughs> yeah, I hit that thing, and it goes. Starts venting flames, and that wasn't so much a problem that the explosion would happen. It's a it's a um, a sudden change in the because inside the ship is is uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Uh, is, is it simulate the atmospheric pressure yes. where you are the vacuum? Yes, like the PSI or whatever. Right, and so what happens is I got too close to this door, and it just went boom at the door, and a bunch of pieces hit me, and I'm floating backwards into the side of this thing, and oh. Okay, if it's modeling like real world space physics a little, even just to provide the simulation of the experience, I'm. I, I mean, it's wish listed. I'm I'm kind of in, and and this review on Steam by Sleepy Goldfish, set, uh, sold it for me uh, as well. Every once in a while, you'll have the urge to just blow up a reactor, 
Mm-hmm. give in to that urge that's the review <laughs> <laughs> thumbs up and i'm like okay i'm, I'm yeah this looks this looks amazing dude it's, I, it's pretty neat decompression that's the word jeez i couldn't think of that damn yeah, word. decompression there you go so there so there's just a real and at the end of your shift when you've done all you can do uh you go back to your little pod and then you go in there and get new missions and sort of rinse and repeat but there's just a real chill vibe about it i really dig it i'm so into it right now so anyway i like that it's not a building game too like I, you know i like no man's sky and mm-hmm. i like the building a little bit but you know they really cater to the building yeah. i like the destroying of yeah this. <laughs> yeah like you're taking <laughs> stuff of... apart and i gotta tell you how satisfying it is that i found these two bolts that held this thing together and went and destroyed the two bolts and suddenly this piece just went and just starts floating and you're like, oh man! I'm so interesting. So these it. parts are held together, but then there there are forces acting upon them that when they become unhinged, they float out. And you, like, yeah. I wonder how, just how like close it feels like you're de- like you could predict these things by knowing maybe some physics and chemistry. Oh, I think know? I think <laughs> you're, I think that's what happens is you start to intuit. Okay, that's huge, or that's small, or that's yeah. you know I'm not even gonna be able to move it unless I make it small. I gotta put it in three pieces i know i can't just laser across the middle because there's a fuel tank in there like there's all these things you got a whole catalog of weapons right like it's like i need this type of tool for this type of job Mm -hmm. yeah it's really cool (laughs) it's just this is really cool it's really cool it's like a destruction not destruction it's just i don't know how to i don't know what to call i don't know how to compare this to anything but it just turns out it's exactly called it a simulator was kind of right you're simulating a fantasy job yeah yeah. And they decided to make Earth shitty and have great Firefly music and make it feel like I'm a little bit of a hobo just trying to get the job done. And I so, like that too. Strong lore and um strong lore and something. Yeah. And they don't lean into it in a really sardonic way or anything. It's just like yeah. that's the state of things. You're lucky to have a job up here. Welcome. Welcome to whatever corporation we're glad to have. You know, watch yourself, bear bear bear, you know, this sort of thing. You're gonna have to sell five million of the. He told, one guy told me you're gonna have to sell about five billion of those antennas to make up your money for us. <laughs> Just kidding, but I wasn't sure if he was kidding that it would cost more than that or less than that. Because <laughs> he's just kind of a dick. Like there's that kind of stuff in it. It's just cool and it's yeah. pretty polished already. I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. I know I say this a lot about a lot of games. So this may be me. You know, oh, it's Scott in his hype mode, but Shipbreaker, dude. It's, it's just tickling my cheese. All right. I also played Curse of the Old Gods, PC Early Access. Imagine uh, Diablo, Hades, and um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of another game to mix it with. Uh, actually, a little bit of Slay the Spire because the way that the, the mission structure works, structure works. It's a roguelike, super dark, dark dungeons. Oh, dungeon, darkest dungeon, kind of a vibe as far as the art style goes, except it's full 3D, but it's in like kind of a Diablo view. And I could go into that for a while. It's it's still too new for me to make any kind of firm judgment on it, but so far it seems like a really strong one of those. Curse of the Old Gods. I like it. It's neat. Uh, I also played... I am streaming Titanfall 2 and loving that. It's, that that campaign is awesome, you guys. Have it's it? so good. It's so good. I didn't know what I was missing. I really didn't know. I feel like an idiot for not playing that back in the day. Uh, I just really like it. It's respawn it's a entertainment. Really, really cool campaign. Lots of good moments. It's just moment after moment after moment in that campaign. Yeah, it might be. I mean, I'm a third. I'm about a third left. Okay, but as it's as things are going right now, this is out half lifing Half Life for me, and that's a that's a weird thing for me to say. 
I'm liking it mm. that much. And maybe it's because I haven't had Half-Life in my life for so long that I've forgotten just how amazing Half-Life was in its moment. But this is doing all that stuff. It's tripping all those wires and it's a strong campaign. I really like BT. They're setting me up for some sad thing happening, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Anytime uh, a game gives you a companion, you need to just prepare yourself. Especially one that's like this loyal and it's actually funny. Like some of those dialogue exchanges you have with them are like actually funny. Video games aren't funny normally, right? Yeah. This is funny. Like those are, it's it's really good. Anyway. I don't mean to cut this short or cut it off, but I just want to point out, you know what Bo looks like right now uh, with his lighting and setup? Uh, it looks who, like he's about to tell us the legend of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Have you heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> like, just the way he's lit in the dark room and the glow. That's just all I'm seeing every time I look at him. No, that's it's the wrong not music. a story the Jedi would tell you. No. That's Mandalorian music. It doesn't quite work. Hold on. There we go. Oh, man. I'm so ready for more Mandalorian. So am I. I'm so excited. We get it this fall. More DeLorean. This fall is not that far off. We're getting it. It's happening. Anyway. Oh, is it in fall? That's exciting. I feel like I played some of my favorite games this week. It's really weirding me out. Well, and you're streaming all of that uh, Titanfall 2, right? Yeah, so I'm going to stream the entire thing. Yeah, I've done two or three now, has it been, sessions and two, two and a half hour sessions on on stream. They're also on YouTube. Uh, Yeah, it's just cool. That's a cool game. The stuff you... You know, the thing that reminds me of, of Half-Life is some of the mechanics are just like, oh, right. Remember when games just shocked you with a mechanic? Like that time-altering mechanic? It's not like games haven't played with time before, but this does it in a really unique way um, on that one level or that whole mission, you know, set of missions where you use that time wrist thing. Yeah. Um, the other thing is uh, I usually hate puzzle type stuff that involve traversal in first-person shooters that somehow makes those really fun and interesting wall running is actually a blast you look forward to doing it yeah, um, it plays really well which is a huge benefit yeah it's amazing it's just amazing i hope they get around oh and that's the other thing i'm picking up weapons going spitfire okay oh what's this one sub is a name whatever and i'm like these are all apex legends guns and then i remembered oh right apex legends is in that universe so there's that kind of cool aspect to it now and i don't know I haven't tried the multiplayer yet. I hear that's active again, and people are stoked about it because I guess it did really well on Steam last week. So I'm going to have to get in there and play some more. It's neat. Ten bucks, man. How dumb cheap is that? Like, just amazing game. I hope they do a third because it's rad. All right. Um, and then I'm play- I'm swimming in Animal Crossing. So there's that. <laughs> they, have a, they have a summer update where you can swim in the water and find shit in the water and sell it. And give it to the museum. I bought a swimsuit, but I haven't done it yet. You should. It actually is really, it's really good. You just jump off the bridges and or off the edges of um, what do you call that? The de- uh, the what yeah. are wharf wharfs or yeah the the wood things whatever they're called like the one Worf. by the, the the one by the airport. You can just do a flip right over the rail, nice and land right in. And it's all animated really well, and like it looks like it's supposed to always have been there. It's crazy. It works. It works mm-hmm. great. I'm I'm impressed with it. So there's that. All right, that's my week in gaming. I loved every experience I just talked about a little too much. All of those games are really good. I barely even cracked Curse of the Old Gods in this in our conversation. I talked a lot about it on the Boop Show, which is why I'm not doing it here. But 
that's a very cool one of those if you like those. Okay. John, you played Round Guard. How is it? I have Ground Guard. I like Ground Guard. It's good. Um, so first of all, I'm going to say I was over the moon jazzed because I got a buff that has the same name as my uh, World of Warcraft character. And I was like, hell yeah. Uh, it made me very excited Revendon or uh, something else what's the uh, name no Aos the the first name oh Aos the great I got like the the diamond of Aos or something like that I was like oh my gosh my wow character great uh but anyway that that aside um I like it I want to spend more time with it but I think the problem I'm currently having with it is I got into it and I think I just sort of wanted to play Pickle because they started telling me about all these systems and all these things I could do. And I kind of just ignored them and was like, yeah, but what if I just try to hit things? Mm. Which didn't work out great for me. Mm. It didn't lead to a positive experience. Mm-hmm. But I found that like I'm so trained by Peggle to just like, no, I know what to aim for. Just let me aim. I will try and hit it and I'll do it. Uh, that I was skipping over a lot of the systems and a lot of the stuff built mm. into it. Mm. Um, and so I think I need to come back to it when I have a little more patience and a little more willingness to learn and actually use what the game is trying to show me. Cause you know, th- there's HP and stuff. It's basically Peggle, but with uh role playing mixed in, Yeah, you know, you've got, you've got hit points, there's attacks, there's monsters that have different abilities. You have special abilities. You pick up power ups on the way. There's a whole map thing and it's all very cool. But I was just like, all right, I'll shoot myself at the goblins. There we go. All Plus right, you can be a, you can be a, you can be a, a rogue. You can be a warrior. You can be a mage, dude. Like all those tropes are in here as well. It's a very cool idea. I I feel like I just need to break my peggle habits mm. because my brain read peggle and I just went, nope. I just shoot at the things and that's all I do. That's an interesting take. I hadn't thought of that. You're kind of right. I mean. If you're going in there just to straight up let's play Peggle, it's more than that. But yeah. it's almost like mm, it's, I almost I, I kind of wish I hadn't played Peggle, even though I like Peggle a lot. But if you hadn't played Peggle and you played this, then Peggle would be a big disappointment because it's not as deep, mm-hmm. right? So yes. you're coming at it from the simplicity for the simplicity, and it gave you complexity. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, it it is cool. I just think it's definitely, and I'll say this. Let me give a big blanket statement as we go through all the weird games I played this week. All right. It was gonna be real hard to follow up The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. Like that game is on a whole nother level. Technically, that game is on a whole nother level emotionally. Um, you know, my my girlfriend Amanda and I today had a long philosophical debate about The Last of Us Two that went on for a long time about the merits of forgiveness and what do people deserve if they do bad things and all of that. Like that's the kind of zeitgeist that exists around the last of us part two. It's really hard to do that and then go, well, I'm playing an RPG peggle. That's going to scratch the same itch that this complex, uh, deep game that's touching on all the emotions is going to do. So it's it's tough. Yeah. Uh, and all these games had a hard job. And as a result, none of them succeeded, really. But I think they're all still levels of quality. Did you also like Streets of Rogue? I also have that game. I like Let's that game. talk about Streets of Rogue. OK, go. Oh, man. I uh, like okay. this game. Let me just put that out there right now. I kind of like Streets of Rogue. 
So now that that's out there, so I can't backtrack or qualify that, let's hear what you thought, and then now we'll compare. Streets of Rogue seems like a really, really fun game that I think I will enjoy, again, when I give it more time and patience. (laughs) The problem with Streets of Rogue is that its sense of humor makes Borderlands look like Shakespeare. (laughs) It is actively unfunny, but thinks it's hilarious. And I had a really hard time getting over the sense of humor in that game uh, or lack thereof. It has its moments. Sure. When you throw that much stuff at the wall, uh, something's bound to hit. But when somebody's just like being real meta about the tutorial and is so shocked that you could press a, when he told you that his whole body explodes, I was just like, "Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Uh, all right, let's go. Yeah. I do think there's something there. Uh, the game is interesting. For some reason, I keep just playing as the hobo class. Because yeah. I think that was what I was on at the beginning. Yeah. And I'm having a real mixed experience with that. I don't know if that's who I'm supposed to be playing as first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think there's some really cool things there. Um, it has a very sudden... Like once you kind of realize you're playing in an open world and you can kind of do whatever you want and the game will facilitate that. I was like, oh, wow, this is kind of neat. Um, I'm really digging it. But yeah, every time there's like a stab at humor, which is frequent, I'm like, boy, guys, you're not wrong. The gameplay supersedes it for me, but you're totally right. The the jokes are flat. They're bad. They they try. It's it's a bad in a kind of 90s, early 90s old guy thought this was funny for the kids kind of bad uh, i agree mm-hmm. i agree but it's a cool game it, it's like i'll a, tell you what it's like i've i've got it it's if you go back and you watch like old Newgrounds videos now as an adult yes that's it so maybe more early aughts i guess and very junior high you know like there's no they didn't then hire some fancy writer for this game they just like they know what they like and they made a game with it and it's not necessarily the best humor. I agree with that. I think that's fair. But man, the mayhem you can have, it's GTA level crazy. Like there's some weird stuff to do in that game. I like that game. You got it cheap on sale, right? It's like super cheap. Yeah, I did. All right. Yeah. Well, then I don't feel bad. No, it's fine. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to have a good enough time with it. So I'm, it'll be fine. Now, just so the chat room knows and I'm going to share this. <laughs> I'm going to put this up as a screen grab. Uh, John did another thing here. Here we go. Uh-huh. As you notice on our spreadsheet in our notes under John's games played this week, we have round guard and nice big 12 point type. We have streets of rogue and then on line 24 dot, dot, dot. And on 25 in very small, like six point font <laughs> dot, dot, dot cookie clicker dot, dot, dot. So, uh-huh. so tell us about your time. Why were you playing like, honestly going from last of us part two to cookie clicker. How did that feel? So uh, good. It's the only thing that's stuck. Like, here's the thing. I left off a bunch of stuff from this list because I've talked about it before. I played Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I played, uh, what else did I play? I, pl- I went through a bunch of stuff trying to play. I played the new uh, Star Wars game, uh, Fallen Order. That's how I know that my saves carried over. I tried a lot of things. The only thing that stuck with me was Cookie Clicker, which I have played to a, like, up setting level (laughs) and i don't know what it is i don't know if it's just we're in this really uncertain time 
things are crazy, the world's nuts, and I appreciate something that's so absolutely mathematical and precise as a good old cookie clicker. Um, but I started playing it. I think it was uh, Danny O'Dwyer, who I follow on Twitter, posted mm-hmm. some videos about it. And I was like, oh, man, I haven't I haven't thought about cookie clicker in years. And I went there like a dummy and was like, is that still even around? And it is. And I was like, oh, I'm going to click this cookie. And I did. And then I bought a stupid hand that would click the cookie for me. And then I clicked the cookie some more. And now I'm not kidding. It's running while we're doing the show. <laughs> I have 11 quadrillion cookies right now. Wow. It's it's real problem. Feed the it's world, just... John. Feed the world with all your cookies. <laughs> it's just going. So look, I don't recommend anybody does cookie clicker. It is a it is a it is a pit with which you need to know what you're getting into if you're going to throw yourself into it. But I found some comfort and I found some joy in the passive, precise nature of that game that just helped me out in these troubling times. So I can't say. Is that a mobile game? It, I think there's a mobile be. version. Yeah, I think there is a mobile version. But it's, it, it's not one of those free-to-play annoying things, right? You well, it is free-to-play, right? It is free-to-play, but there's yeah. no there's no like buy-in to get an upgrade or anything. It's yeah. just you oh. invest the time you invest. Well, it's one of the original clicker, hmm. clicker subgenre thingies, and now there's a billion of these things in different kinds of genres and stuff that they have all over. I played the D&D one. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a waste of their resources. I know, but look, the thing is, it's numbers going up, and it turns out, people like it when the numbers go up so i think i i would recommend to people if you want a clicker game there is one i did like it was called universal paper clips uh and it's it has an ending which is nice it sounds like a brand of paper (laughs) it does it totally does so it was actually uh randy jordan who recommended this to me i don't know why he recommended it to me but he did okay and it is a uh it's a clicker uh where you make paper clips and the only nice thing the only reason i recommend it is one it goes some excessively weird things which yes cookie clicker also does but it gets there a lot faster and more importantly the game has an ending and depending on which ending you choose because it has multiple endings there's a chance that it just shuts down your factory and ends and even if you go back to that website it's done you've ended the game you go back they're like no you finished it you beat it you closed it all out you shut the factory down it's over there will be no more paper clips for you Oh my gosh. I'm when I was playing clickers on my phone because I was trying out lots of different ones like uh um oh I'm trying to remember the ones I played. They're but they're all the kind of the same. One was like a farm and you were trying to make eggs or whatever, but they all kind of work the same. Um the the fantasy ones, you're you just got <laughs> you first you're you're the one doing it because you're tapping the screen, but you're killing monsters. Eventually you got heroes to do it for you, so while you're offline, they're doing it for you. But when you come back, you can speed it up by doing it yourself. Blah, blah, blah. It's like the same model as what you're talking about. And I had an existent, almost had an existential freaking mind break because when I got deep enough into that game, I went, oh my gosh, is this all video games are just minus the fancy clothes? Like, is that, is this Diablo? Cause I think it might be Diablo. Like I was losing my mind and I thought this is Diablo without, without the slower, uh, 
it, and, and the fake impression that I'm picking up something cool and putting it on my dude and a number goes up. It's just a more methodical the one that was just loot. You just rolled to get loot. Yes, and it was, I had are that these game pants better than the pants that I have on. Yes, they are. I equipped these pants. So you don't do game. anything with it. That's the game I'm thinking of. It was like that weird eight bit looking thing. And you just yeah. kept tapping on treasure chests over and over. Mm-hmm. And it was eventually you get, oh, those shoes are better than the ones I have. That stuff really makes you go, holy shit, video games are, we might be all full of it. This might be a problem. <laughs> oh, it is a problem. We're it's, overstimulating. I, I mean, <laughs> clearly, sure. but but also it just, it redefines what I thought. Every video game you could boil down to that experience almost. Not every video game, but this. Con- finished. Like RPGs in particular, progression-based games. <laughs> It's like, it's yeah. just me clicking on a cookie at the end of the day. Oh, that's well, not... It was, it was, there's this, is it a South Park episode where they decide to make an app and the guy's like showing them what the RPG loop of for suckers is? <laughs> how to get their money? He's like, all right, see, this is how it works. I oh, miss Canadians. That. The Canada's behind the evil plot to destroy <laughs> America with free-to-play games. I think that's the plot of the episode. That's, a, that's amazing. And uh, it's a thing, guy. Like, we're, we're human and we're not... We're, we're built to read responses in nature and it's fine if we play video games. I'm not about to have that talk, but we weren't, you, your brain wasn't built for this. And so if, when it's a lot, it's, it's a lot. Oh, you know? I found it. It's called amazing it's, yep. loot grind. This is it, John. Yep. That's it. That's the one amazing loot grind on Android and iOS. Here it is. How's, how's your loot look? Oh, look at all those sick purples. Yeah. Look at all these sick perps and yellows. Look at these legendaries. All you do is just keep clicking on the freaking treasure chest. And every once in a while you get like a higher rate of, of drop. Oh, it's, this is insidious. This is the one that I think may have broken me. This is the one where I went, oh my gosh, this is Diablo without the graphics. That's what I'm doing. Sure. But oh. I mean, I would say that the thing that Diablo adds back is there is an element of fun to it. There is, you know... It, it may make it seem like, oh, well, that's all just window dressing, and it is, but that window dressing, one, tells a story, which your quest for loot does not, yeah. and two, like, it does make you feel things, it makes you experience things, like, Diablo is not just the, like, dopamine hit of, I got new pants. Right, you it's, strip it away, though, and it is, the underpinnings are there, though, right? Am I not, right, I'm not crazy? Right. Every, every, everything in Diablo said dopamine yeah. hit. Like yeah. pushing your your seven sided strike and blowing up a monster is like a yeah. Or if you know fighting a hard thing, like you know the relationship I think between the reward centers and video games are much like the fact that it affects us is way deeper than we're ready to admit because we're in that state of that honeymoon euphoria phase where everyone's got computers and we're all loving mm-hmm. what this is. But you see the signs on Twitter see the signs of how everyone's communicating there's a lot of stimulus going around the world right now yeah wendy's probably you should pick wendy's brain about that sure dude we are brain. over you're right we're overstimulated i mean look at me playing hard space shipbreaker curse of the old gods titanfall 2 and swimming in animal Crossing. <laughs> i think i think i think that hard space game is probably okay actually it's probably not that bad it's pretty but chill i mean the, the thing is is you can get reductive about anything and mm-hmm. you could say like you know like okay let's let's take a dig at cinema people human beings go and they sit in a single chair and they stare at a screen and they throw you know three hours sometimes more of their life away just sitting there is that worthless if we reduce it down to that level probably 
Mm-hmm. If that did something for you, if that made you feel a way, if that interpreted how you look at things, how you view the world, then all of a sudden we're assigning value to it. And it's a individual decision on whether that value is worth what you just did. Is it is it bad then, John, that I just now reinstalled Amazing Loot Grind and have chosen a character and now plan on playing this? Uninstall it, dude. That's a problem. Don't go down that road, Scott. My cookie story was not a endorsement. It was a cautionary tale. Oh, but look. 500,000 games out there. You don't need to play that one. Oh, but it's so... This will be studied one day. 50 years from now, they're going to study this game. I'm telling you. There's something it's about addictive. that thing. It just, they're, 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 stu- they're studying it now. They're studying it now. They t- they're tapping into my brain in a way that's just freaky to me. All right, Bo, you uh, didn't play anything this week, did you? I see no, it's all blank here. Uh, no, I had a session of Divinity 2. It wasn't very long. We didn't get very far, but uh, I didn't play any video games this week, so I don't have anything to report. Man, that's a that's a rare week, but uh, uh, no worries. I like your... your um, your philosophical take on all this stuff is a is a is a good uh, brain check for me because I get so yeah, wrapped up in this stuff. I, it's not a original stuff for me, um, and I've I've been looking at a lot of I've been absorbing a lot of content in the past week on a variety of subjects. One of them mm-hmm. being neuroscience. Yeah, and there are some fascinating things being uncovered now about the world that's changing all around us. Screens everywhere, connected all the time. And it's not the doomsayer, like, shut it all down, be a Luddite. But it's just looking at it and saying the way that we're distributing information right now mm-hmm. is incredibly irresponsible and damaging to our brains. Yeah, it may be. And it's not, the, it's not that we should make computers go away. Computers and, and all this stuff have done tons to advance our understanding and knowledge of things. And it's not to say that they should go away. But but there, there there's it's a conversation that we're going to have to start having at some point about overstimulated people <laughs> whether it's twitter or whatever but it's it's real yeah we're heading toward uh you guys think cyberpunk 2077 is a game it's a life simulator oh i'm i'm playing that like for 96 hours straight i'm gonna <laughs> bathe in chocolate and shit in my bed and just play the game until it's done oh, God. wait a minute <laughs> why would you do either of these things you don't have to do I don't know where the chocolate came from. I was going to make the poo joke, but I got chickened out, so I went with chocolate. But then I was like, why am I chickening out? So then I said the poo thing. Yeah. Now I've got chocolate and poo in the bed. I know. I'm not happy about it either. Which is which? It's like you did the chocolate bath just to confuse the later problem. It's not good. (laughs) Anyway. That's amazing. No, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, I loved every part of that. All right. Uh, we do have one of these. That's a good question. Quick email from Tom Allen. I used to know a Tom Allen. Um, anyway, the address he sent this to, or actually he just went to our website, frogpants.com slash core, and he sent it up there at the top of the page. Uh, Tom says, he's the subject is about the Moana song, the Disney movie Moana. Says this, Scott, I hope you're doing great. A few episodes back on core. John had you play a song from Moana that sounded like she was dropping an F-bomb. You ask him what song that was from again. It's been bugging me because I've tried to hear it again in a few of the popular Moana songs and I can't find it. I vividly remember it sounding like an F-bomb when you played it and I laughed really hard. Thanks again for the content. All the best, Tom Allen. Well, Tom, now's our chance. John, do you remember which song it was? Yeah, so I put the link down below the email so you can pull it up. So it's from the song I Am Moana and it's... uh, 
it's uh, it's the part where she says it's like the tide and then what i always hear is i always hear her say it's like the tide always effing rising all right i'm gonna play it again and this is already set to the time looks like it's about Should a minute be. 53 yeah. yeah so here goes That's really good. You know, you've heard the Batman poops one, right? Did we? Did we do this? All right, we did. We did play it. That one's so good, though. I'm gonna play it again. I just have to laugh every time. Here it is. Think of Batman pooping snakes. snakes. All right. Yep, that's all I hear now. Ever (laughs) since you played that, that's all I can hear. All right. Uh, anyway, thanks for the email. Uh, I, I like emails of all kinds. They can be about silly stuff like this, so don't worry about it. It's totally fine. All right. It's going to do it for today's show. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Patreon.com slash core show is how you can support this nonsense. Do you want extra content thrown up in there between episodes? We do that like 25 minutes today. Bonus show. If you guys want that, it's yours. But you got to go over there and support us. Patreon.com slash core show. There's other cool stuff. So check it out, frogpants.com slash core for everything else. All right, let's go around the horn and see who has good words of wisdom for the listeners. Let's start with Bo. Bo, what do you want to tell people tonight? He's muted. He's muted. Damn it. <laughs> Frick. I muted and unmuted like three times to make sure I was ready for any last ball pitches. And yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I was muted. It's all right. Um. So, turn off your phones one hour before bed. Oh, hey, that's all right. My sister says that too. My psychology sister, she says to do that. It it helps, all even right. if it's really hard. All right, well done, Bo. I like it. John, final word of wisdom? Uh, you can click the cookie. You can choose to ignore the cookie. Just know that you don't have to click the cookie. And you can't eat the cookie. No, you can't. All right. My word of wisdom is... Check out the uh, daily video game news-related YouTube thing I'm doing now. It's called Frog Pants Plays Daily. You can find it at frogpantsplays.com or at the YouTube channel, which links there. So go check it out. Let me know what you think. I'm having a lot of fun with it, and I think you might like it too, although i got to make one here right after the show. Anyway, thanks everybody for watching, for listening, for being here, for subbing on the channel, for helping us out on Patreon and everything else. We'll see you later. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I have the chef. <laughs>